Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The number of people employed by companies supported by Enterprise Ireland has reached a record high of 225,000 people. All but one of the geographical regions in Ireland saw a net positive growth in jobs being created for startups, scale ups, and companies supported by EI. And yet the review of the year for Enterprise Ireland said it was a very challenging year for businesses. Leo Clancy is the Chief Executive of Enterprise Ireland and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Leo. Morning, Joe. Congratulations. Twelve months ago, we were all expecting some sort of major economic slowdown. Even um, state agencies, it was anything but in terms of job creation for your client companies. We're very happy, Joe, that we're announcing these results this morning. So 5,000 net job gains contributing to 225,000 total employment in our client companies. That is a record for the agency. It's the most that the agency's ever reported in terms of employment by our clients. So despite all of the challenges that 2023 has brought following from a, a tough 2022, we're glad that we're seeing this growth now. Yes, indeed. A a year ago, uh, you and I were having different conversations. We were anxious about 2023. What sectors saw the most gains in jobs uh, from your companies? So we've seen the highest gains are in uh, areas such as you might expect, actually, in the current context. Climate, agri-tech and sustainability type companies have Mm -hmm. performed the strongest. uh, And that's very similar to last year. Mm -hmm. We've also seen very strong growth in dairy, uh, drinks and uh, food, foreign direct investment into Ireland, which is good. And we've seen strong growth in life sciences, as exemplified this morning by a separate piece of news around APC and VLE announcing 300 new jobs this morning. So that sector is performing well also. We'll come to APC uh, Mm. in a moment. Um, Any sectors that you're a tiny bit worried about yet? Yeah, we've seen the engineering sector has been flat and that I think represents some of the challenges which we'll come back to around inflation, interest rates, heavy capital uh, dependent industry has been dented mm. and it's been dented I think by the ability of companies to continue to invest in their business models. Is that, is that because interest rates are so high as well as the other costs? Yeah, if you're very dependent on heavy goods and and high labour content into your products, the inflationary factors in the last year or two have had an impact on your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, likewise, your buyers are typically buyers of capital equipment who are financing those with interest and who depend on uh, depend on large capital projects that they will feed into to continue. So that's a sector that's been flat, not declining, but certainly one that's been flat across the board. Uh, what's been very positive for us, though, is that all sectors have shown growth across the board. So there is continuing growth. We haven't seen any one sector that's contracted. So I think that's good news for Irish industry. And it speaks to the diversification that we see in our economy. And does it also speak to the fact that uh, employers um, have had to raise wages quite a bit to retain talented staff and to attract new staff? That's certainly a factor for business. Uh, You know, the cost of labour has gone up in line with inflation and, frankly, with expectations of workers in an inflationary environment. Mm. uh, That isn't cost-free, though, and it certainly does impact uh, employers' ability to continue to pay wages and retain people, but also to attract new staff. And I think if you look at the overall inflationary and interest rate environment, employers, as we come into this year, and it's it's a cautionary note, not not a negative one, will be looking at ways to optimise labour force, among other things because the inflation that's locked in now over 2023 and uh, 2022 Mm. hasn't gone away, even though thankfully inflation has moderated towards the end of this year and is more moderate this year, there's a higher cost base for companies. 
It's a very good point. And this year, 2024, we're seeing increased costs for companies. There's auto enrollment, there's the minimum wages going up, and there's other ancillary costs that will be especially felt by smaller employers. That's true. Uh, I think the client base that we work with is very alive to that. We've been working for years with companies to help them implement lean practices, operational excellence. In the last two years, we've put a very heavy focus on digitalization for companies as well. You've heard AI as a major feature for business globally, and I'm sure it'll come up with AI now as you mm. come, into, uh, come into the new year. Uh, that is going to be a factor of business models. We do think that exporting companies are ahead of the game in terms of both their lean practice and their digitalization and their use of technology because they have to be. They're out there competing with companies on the global stage. They're not competing locally. Uh, They are companies that are exposed globally. So we do think that labor optimization as well as other factors in business will be a bigger uh, feature for business this year. I see um, most of the vast majority of the jobs you created were outside the M50. That's right. Uh, we're delighted. We've set a target that 66% of jobs will be created outside of Dublin. And we're delighted that this year, 68% of the jobs uh, created are outside Dublin. So that's a really positive start. And how, how do you do that, given the fact that your client companies are, are trying to export and trying to kind of grow internationally? You can't force them to set up at a certain geographic location. No, quite the opposite. Uh, you know, most of the entrepreneurs, all the entrepreneurs and companies that we support are companies that make their deliberate choices about where they want to be. And we don't create any jobs. Our clients create jobs. We're here to support them wherever we can. And uh, the focus for us, though, is always to ensure that if there's an opportunity in the regions, that it's given every possible chance to succeed. So every support the agency can bring to a company operating in, for instance, the border region, we've seen Northeast and Northwest and West have actually done best this year in terms of overall job growth in the regions. Is that because the wages are slightly lower there and the land costs also lower? I think it's a number of factors. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it down specifically to any of those because obviously you have other challenges of transporting goods if you're in if you're in a physical goods um, mm. business and others. So there are certainly balancing factors like labor costs and land availability balanced off against logistics and other factors. In in the round, I think it is because um, these businesses uh, these businesses are strong. I don't think there's any one trend that discriminates one one region from the other this year. Uh, but we're delighted that the high growth sectors are those ones. Our high growth regions are those ones, northwest and west in particular, because they are harder regions to attract jobs into for Ireland yeah. more generally. So we're we're very focused on ensuring that jobs are maintained, and we do bring every support of the state to bear on helping with that. Uh, and that might include taking a stake in a company. Um, how, how are those investments going? Because Enterprise Ireland every now and then takes a stake in some rapidly developing companies. More than every now and again. We, we've, um, we've invested in 156 companies during 2023. Uh, that adds to a base of uh, nearly 2,000 companies uh, that were invested in in one form or another. So that's a, that's a very strong feature of our business, that we're able to take a risk-based approach to investing in very early stage companies in order to help them grow and inject capital at an early stage. So it continues to be a feature. That 156 is an increase on what was a baseline of 125 for 2020 and 2021. So we've set out deliberately in this strategy period, which we're at the end of the second year of, to increase the number of investments in early stage companies by 20%. And we've hit that metric this year. Which will support companies that otherwise might not get support from banks, etc. Later today, you've got got a big announcement in Cherrywood. 
We are formally launching these results that we're talking about this morning in Cherrywood at the site of APC and VLE. So people may not be familiar with those companies. They're in, in, they're not household names. They are twin companies. Uh, they might be that soon. Operate together, uh, but they are announcing three hundred jobs and a hundred million euro campus expansion today. So that company dubs themselves the Medicines Accelerator, and it's a great exemplification of everything that we want companies to be. They're disrupting the process of drug creation. So they're working with pharma companies all around the world to help accelerate the process of drugs coming to market in the traditional ways of chemistry, but they've also developed a digital platform to help them create a documentation suite in the in the digital world that further accelerates that development. So really exciting company working on things such as oncology, respiratory disease and Alzheimer's. Superb. Leo, and I will hopefully be speaking to APC this time tomorrow morning. Les Leo Clancy, the Chief Executive of Enterprise Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.